Control thought of the theories as slow death by, given the context, slow death by aliens, slow death by parallel universe, slow death by malign unknown time-traveling force, slow death by invasion from an alternate Earth, slow death by wildly divergent technology, or the shadow biosphere, or symbiosis, or iconography, or etymology, death by this and death by that, death by indifference and death by inference. His favorite surface-dwelling terrestrial organism, previously unknown. Hiding where all of these years? In a lake? Hello and welcome, I'm Douglas Bowles and this is 42 Minutes, a podcast about meaning from SyncBook Radio and distributed by thesyncbook.com. You can find our archives at 42minutes.com, and you can reach us by sending a message to mail at 42minutes.com. You can also follow our tweets at Sync42 and at SyncBook. It's Tuesday, April 16th, 2016, and tonight we're joined by a time traveler from the year 2019, Danny Colombo, with whom we shared episode 161 in 2014, has traveled to Boise again to attend the 2019 Treefort Music Fest, and tonight we'll catch up with him and find out all about it. For Danny Colombo, hitting the snooze button over and over can actually be productive. One of his favorite modes of art making is to collect the strange words and phrases he sees and hears during the hypnagogic state, that drowsy, often hallucinatory state between wakefulness and sleep, then incorporate them into playful, surreal creations. His mixed media drawings, paintings, and photographs have been included in group exhibitions in galleries and museums in San Francisco, France, Germany, Brazil, Japan, and India. Colombo sometimes gleans band names, song titles, and album names from this transitional state and is currently working with several illustrators and designers on, collaborative pro- on a collaborative project called NatRock. When he's not dreaming, drawing, or drumming, Colombo runs his own face and body painting business in the San Francisco Bay Area. More information about him and his art can be found at dannycolombo.com. How you doing, Danny? Excellent, Douglas. Thanks so much for having me on. And and just for the record, I'm the time-traveling hipster. Um, that's me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> If, if people don't recall, in 2016, during Treefort, uh, Syncbook Radio hosted the Spring Sync, which was kind of like a uh, just a mini Olympia-type sync summit. And there was 13 or 14 people that traveled to Boise, and uh, it seems like people were arriving and leaving, and, and so that was kind of the fun of the weekend was this kind of... Uh, it was... It, like 12 with a hidden 13 or you know 13 people or you know something to that effect but did they call you a hipster at that moment in time is that where that came from (laughs) well there's just one mysterious photograph of me that has surfaced so far but uh, um wearing the cool glasses but yes treat for 2016 i mean i'm sorry boys you think summit 2016 uh, i'm definitely yeah uh thinking a lot about that because that was my first time in Boise first time in Idaho 
and it was a great experience. I had already been to, I had already hung out with uh, a Thinkhead group before in 2014 uh, in Olympia, and that was uh, really, really something. And um, so I'm definitely thinking back at those different, you know, the different Think Summits um, and reconnecting with the people that I, that I met at both of those. Well, so this this year, the 2019 Tree Fort experience, kind of turned into like a a mini like impromptu sync <laughs> summit a little bit. I mean, I knew right. that, I knew you were coming, but and then the whole the whole thing just kind of snuck up on me, and then it's oh wait, Tree Fort's here, and it's like I'm I reached out and like, are you really coming? And he's like, yeah, I'm really coming. So that yeah, was yeah. that was cool. But then who else did we bump into? Well, uh, yeah, that was fantastic. So it was my second or third day there, and I was having breakfast at uh, Big City Coffee and Cafe, having this you know, just huge breakfast, and just writing in my journal about all the great people that I've been meeting so far and music that I've been seeing. And I'm sitting by myself at this table, and I overhear just these two guys talking at the table next to me, and all I the only word I heard was tinfoil. And that, of course, made me think of, you know, oh, tinfoil hat-wearing conspiracy theorists. And then I thought about, you know, just public conception of all that and and stereotype. And then and I thought of who are the um, conspiracy presenters, researchers that I can turn normal people onto, you know, Presenters who are, and researchers who are not fear mongers and um, are just very, you know, have criti- critical thinking skills and, and are, you know, and logical. Um, who are those that I can turn people on to? And I thought of James Corbett of CorbettReport.com, and I thought of James Evan Pilato, of, uh, who does a weekly, um, <laughs> I always get it wrong, World News Next Week. Uh, not to be confused with uh, Weekly World News, and he has his own show, Me- you know, Media Monarchy. And I just thought of those two, those two guys, and I look over, uh, and there is James Evan Pilato. So, and so I was like, <laughs> dude, what? He's sitting there with he's sitting, sitting there with his friend Matt, and I'm just like mind blown. And I and I'm like, hey, we met for like two minutes uh, at. Uh, in Olympia at the Sync Summit in 2014, and what the hell, you know? So we hung out, and it was just fantastic. And then we then we ran into each other almost every day, um, you know, r- racing to whatever show, sometimes winding up at the same shows at the different venues and everything. So it was an absolute blast to connect with those guys. I would say my, my own tree fort was strange because – on Wednesday, just right as it was starting, my my five year old fell off, like the monkey bars, and broke his oh, right. arm. And so then, oh. yeah, so then I ended up at the emergency room, and then he had emergency surgery the next morning. And once oh. once we made it through that, you know, then we could like he's home, he's in his cast, everything's okay, we, you know. Friday, my wife and I would trade back and forth. Someone would see some music. Someone would stay home with him as he was, you know, just managing his pain because they put three, oh. three, <laughs> three nails into his elbow to pin it all back together. Oh. 
Yeah, oh, I mean, super gosh. intense. And so everything was going oh. good. Saturday, he's doing great. He's bouncing around the house, and it's like, oh, everything's great. And then on Sunday, he kind of, you know, he uh, I think it was rainy that day, too. And so his fever, he he had a fever that day, and he wasn't doing good. And there was, you know, gosh. this moment where he thought, oh, are we going to the ER again? But so, like, I was definitely on a, like, an up-and-down schizophrenic kind of thing where like I'm at a music festival. Nope. Now I'm a parent at home with a five year old, but right. Oh my God. So what was it about this lineup, Danny, that, you know, called out to you, you know, early in the, the winter months of 20, yeah, 2018. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, I'm going to go back to Boise. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I just, I had memories from 2016 and I thought to check in, yeah, in like January or February or no, earlier than that. And I was like, maybe it was December, I don't know. And I just thought, yeah, what's what's the lineup? But let's let's check it out. And I go to the site and I'm like, no freaking way. Some of my favorite bands, I mean, you know, Chai from Japan. I've been crazy over their music and their videos for a while now. Uh, Rubble Bucket, who I've seen few times before best party band since the b52s and then my favorite artist of the last 12 years toro y moi and um yeah i was like oh uh click buy you know so yeah made the plans got a zip line pass wristband and i would recommend that to anybody going there just splurge um i mean I, there were shows where there were about 400 or 500 people in line outside the club and i got to just go straight straight uh through the velvet ropes like a rock star and it's just really cool and free bus rides and everything and it's just it's totally worth it so if you can swing it uh do that but so did you feel like it was worth it Especially, so like that's the thing I wonder about as someone who, I don't. Your hotel wasn't that close to the downtown area, you know. How, right, right, yeah. I got free bus rides, but it still it was kind of a. Um, it took a while for me to figure out the bus thing and and all that. So I just kind of like took a cab. Uh, um, I came to have my own personal cab driver. This this guy who was on call. He lived right near the hotel, and would take me downtown. It was awesome. It was totally just fun doing that and um yeah but it was totally worth it and uh and you know i had i had had my first taste of tree forward in 2016 but when when uh you got me and sj anderson into you know some of the like the apes on tape series or whatever so i got to see deep sea diver and a couple other things and it was just like even just having a a, a small chunk of it, it experiencing a small chunk of it was just really like wow and the vibe was so so amazing because festivals can kind of be really they can bring out the worst in people but this really brings out the best and it's so community oriented yeah because it seems yeah. like uh it seems like the world is, might be turning on coachella this year like there's a lot of a lot of just negative you know, like uh, just bad kind of reviews of not the not the artists so much as the the vibe, the the culture that it's just kind of this. Wow. You know, like a mindless, culty, consumeristic kind of thing happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ew. Yeah, this was free beer, free good beer, free CDs, free bus rides, free gourmet soup. 
I mean, it just, you know, you could be anywhere <laughs> and, and then someone would be offering something from a food truck, like a promo, whatever. And just people were nice and just a little perks like that. And also just the lifting of all boats. I mean, I really, I really like walked constantly all like all day and in, in, into the night, like just between shows, just meeting people around town and checking stuff out and then seeing and, and going to galleries and shops and talking with the people there and it was really really something and then and then to see tree fort it i mean the, the town coming alive during tree fort uh was was just really fantastic and and then i, I even hung out you know I, I hung out a day before tree fort started and then stayed a couple days after so i got to see when the town is quiet you know like and still the vibe of niceness and kindness to strangers and everything was so palpable and everywhere. Um, and so it wasn't just, you know, some cynical people might say, Oh, it's just festival magic. You know, everyone's just like in a, in their best mood or whatever. But I really felt like just the niceness I'm blown away by the niceness. I could go on and on about that. I'm wondering, so would you, do you, think of yourself as an extrovert so like you came to a place you know single writer kind of situation and did mm -hmm. you feel like uh is it is it festival magic where you do make festival friends and you're like going to shows with different people you know for a day and then maybe next day you know you you bump into a couple of people that you you know it's like i'm just curious about like um normally would you you know I wonder if people make fast friends if they're not at a music um, festival kind of thing. Yeah. And, and, and let me see if I can, I, I, if I can answer that, I, I have three answers for <laughs> three different parts of that. <laughs> so like, um, I, depending on my mood, I'm an extrovert or introvert, but definitely when I'm traveling, I'm very extroverted. You know, you're kind of forced into that role to get around, to find things and, to find your kind of safety net. And also you want to maximize your travel time to learn about people and cultures and all this stuff. So I, you know, there is that, tra that travel magic and, and, you know, sometimes you can really connect, you know, when, with fellow travelers, like at a hot, like my experiences in Europe with hostels, my first time traveling uh, to Europe was mind blowing and totally life changing. I wish I had done it when I was much younger and just meeting people in hostels, you know, you're crowded around the, you know, in the lobby to you, you know, waiting for the computer or something. And you, and then talking to each other about, Oh, this flight to Sweden, 19 bucks. Look at this deal. And like, Whoa. And you can just be spontaneous and, and sparked by all that. Yeah. It's a travel magic. But I also really think that, uh, I'm convinced that Boiseans are totally freaking nice. And, and it's in 2016, when I went to Boise, everybody was nice and genuine nice no matter who they were. Um, and uh, when I came back, it was hard to come back to the Bay Area, <laughs> where it's not like that. Now, it's even worse in the Bay Area. Rudeness is on the rise. And so, it's, you know, it's hard to come back here because in my small, I live in a small town outside of San Francisco, and I've lived here all my life. And I remember when you could pass someone on the street and uh, on, on a quiet street, you pass someone, you you know, you both smile and say hi or whatever, and you pass each other. Now I, I feel like um, 
you know, I'll say hi, just passing or smile. And then the person, even an elderly couple or something that they're, they're nice enough. I mean, they're uh, old enough to remember niceness as a practice here in this town uh, and, and manners. They, they just look at me like I'm a weirdo. And it's like, you know, they haven't even talked to me long enough to find out that I am a weirdo. So they, they shouldn't be looking at me like <laughs> I'm a weirdo. Um, and I, I'm just really blown away by the niceness. And, and also the, um, like w- one great experience during tree Fort 2019 was I, um, I hopped on the bus, wasn't totally sure where I was going to go. Um, but you know, in during tree Fort, wherever you wind up is, is, is fantastic. I, in my experience, and um, um, unless you're, you happen to be missing, accidentally missing uh, some band that you really wanted to see, which happened a couple of times for me. But anyway, because I was so having a great time with people that I was just meeting. But I hopped on the bus, and there was a five or six-piece bluegrass band playing, all wearing propeller hats, and people were dozy-doing on the bus. And and it was just a complete blast. Um, and then the next day, I hopped on the same bus, same bus driver, and uh, things were um, a little bit more um, quiet that day on that bus ride. And I was just talking with these um, a group of about five um, people who, who were like uh, maybe just you know 20 years old or something, and we just started to talk. And I was going off about the niceness, like, wow, everyone's so nice here and all this. And I was going on that screed. And then <laughs> I didn't even notice that this guy was sitting across from me and he's, he has an acoustic guitar and he just, I realized that he's there and he looks at me directly in the eyes and then starts strumming and singing. I don't know if he was improvising or if this was in his repertoire, but it, it was a song about kindness, kindness ways. And it was, I'll never forget it in my life. It, it was so moving just listening to him. It was, it was, uh, it was just amazing. And, um, I just thanked him and he said, his name was Rory. We introduced ourselves and then I just got off the bus. It was just like, wow. Um, so. <laughs> but part um, of the fun of the festival is that it is like, it's it's also like synchronicity festival because there's just this swirling mix of coincidence and symbols and what kind of stuff did you see or what were you like following any threads or geeking out on anything Uh, well i I was i was uh geeking out full-time uh i actually missed chai and uh some new friend that I made said, wait, you missed, they already played. I'm like, what? She's like, wow, you missed them. I remember you saying that you were totally wanting to see them. And I'm like, Oh my God. And I was just feeling so stupid and horrible. I just, I had to print out. Um, I, I think I was the only person at Treeport that had to print out a version of the, um, of the, all the bands that are playing, you know, it's like a huge map, like poster size. And, uh, I, I just, space because I was just totally in the flow, right? I was like just following the threads around town and I missed Chai. So I'm just like, oh God. 
And then I found out uh, the next day, I found out, oh, they're playing today again on the main stage. So I was so happy and got to see them. They were amazing. And after the show, I, um, I ran and bought a shirt um, and then passed it to the um, security to have them sign it. And they, they drew pictures all over my shirt. And that was fantastic. And some of my friends were really jealous. Uh, I missed Laura Veers. Um, I saw the undercover dream lovers. I really, really liked them. I didn't know. I, and that was, it was a total discovery. I didn't, I hadn't even heard of them before. I just happened to be sitting in a noodle place, whatever. And, and looking out the window, and I recognized the guy who plays keyboards. I'd seen him a few times play keyboards for Dent May, one of my total favorite acts of the last 10 years. And I see him, and I, I run out there, and I'm like, hey, dude, whoa, you play for Dent May? And, he's, and he goes, oh, yeah. He's like, oh, um, I'm uh, playing down at the El Karaj Shrine in the Undercover Dream Lovers. And so I like fin- I ran back in, finished up my noodles and paid, and then – just kind of went over there just in time to, to see them, and that was fantastic. The El Corra Shrine was really uh, – um, I don't think anyone would argue that that was, other than the main stage, the happening place <laughs> for so much stuff. Um, Cherry Glazer saw her. Uh, I like her pretty stuff. Um, uh, the Muckers uh, – who else? Um, no, I, I saw the Muckers at um, – sorry, that was at uh, the, the main stage – um so in 2016 you know there was it was kind of like herding cats because there was a lot of us and we didn't have enough wristbands to get everyone into the festival but then at the same time when you get a bunch of sync heads together they're not really wanting to like go do something they they just want to like <laughs> like yeah yeah like chill right. and and sync together <laughs> and so but so i'm i'm curious like i did take I I I remember like I picked you up from the airport in 2016 and we went and saw like Lucy Lucy Dacus at like a, a like a little thing. Oh yeah, yeah. And then we also uh-huh. um, I did take SJ and and you to uh, like the the Woodland Empire stuff, the free stuff because there's lots of free stuff mm-hmm. at Tree Fort. But then I also think that I don't know if it was we had a couple bracelets and so. Uh, some people made it to the main stage, but I, I don't remember who it was. But so what was it like to go from that really mm. limited view of Tree Fort where, you know, like we walk th- like through it and not really, you you know, we we're more like yeah. almost like observers to actually participating in it this time. Was it difficult to right, get a right. sense of the city and to know like what was that like as far as, you know, like figuring things out like – Here's here's a whole little playground and you know go. Right, right. Um and I don't have a smartphone so that makes things it forces more serendipity, oh, you know. Yeah, yeah. And um uh it all it, it also <laughs> the fact that I'm using a flip phone uh, almost prevented our call tonight because uh, the battery was dying even when it was on the charger, but um but it worked out, and uh, but and you're, you're asking how, how was it to be able to like the learning curve, yeah, and, just and get like, around. Yeah, yeah. The learning curve. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've got it down now. So Tree Fort 2020. I yeah, I know where to go now. But I I would just ask people, and you know, it was I just met so many people that way, and we just end up hanging out, and 
I mean, it was fantastic. And I I got to meet Chaz Bundick, uh, a.k.a. Toro Moi. Amazing. I mean, uh, that was that was really something, that, you know, after the, so he played, you know, as like the headliner of the whole Treeport, um, you know, last act of the of the whole thing on was it Sunday night, and the show was fantastic, um, the sound, everything, and the vibe of the crowd, phenomenal. And then uh, everyone left, and and it was just me and one other guy waiting at the barricades, uh, just waiting, hoping you know maybe Chaz will come out. Who knows what? And he came out, got to meet him. That was, uh, and that was just really something. So, um, yeah. And then, and then like Sarah Shook and the Disarmers, you know, country and country-ish music. It's not usually my jam, but I really, um, really dug that. And I, I look over and I saw James Evan Pilato over there just with his eyes closed. Uh, totally absorbing the music and mouthing the words to himself. He was just so into it. And, and yeah, th- this kind of festival, people can discover new bands that they might not normally uh, check out if they're, you know, in their usual environment or whatever. Like, you know, it, it, instead of researching bands and, and biting, the, biting the bullet on a ticket or having friends drag you, you know, it, this way you could just be like totally just, okay, I can just go see, walk, and oh, this is I'm not into this over here. Oh, let me go to another thing. And so I would do that. I'd be like, check out something and be able to leave it. And that was fan- just fantastic. Generally, most rooms are pretty good, and you, you can't go wrong. And so that's that's really fun. Uh, the, mm-hmm. one of it's It's interesting because it seems like I don't even know how many years it's been now, but one of the things that I do is that occasionally different synchronicity people come through town. You know, it might be people that I've met in different places or people that have been on the show. And Mm -hmm. I just, I just get to spend some time with them and it's just really such a different experience, you know, than talking to them like in this instance, but so like I think of you right. know, for a time, Joe Alexander would come through, at, you know, as a basketball player and I, you know, spend some time with him or it's just, it's, it's, uh, I, I find these different things in my life that, that are the same, but different really, I, I really like that rhythm routine. So the fact that, that you come in and then I get to like talk sync history and, you know, like talk about different players and what's going on. And, you know, like it's kind of a quiet time right now. And, you know, what's Alan up to or, you know, what's Will doing? That kind <laughs> right, of stuff right. is, is uh, I, I enjoy that. Yeah, because then you think, of, then you reflect yourself and, and, you know, you're thinking back to when you saw them last, what you were like and, and all that. And, um, yeah, and, and just reconnecting with like, you know, I hadn't seen Jason Barrera since uh, 2016, and uh, we've been a little bit in, in contact, uh, you know, after the Sing Summit uh, through, you know, emails and and uh, so we and when so we met up um, and had pretty normal conversation <laughs> over cocktails and coffee, just like really uh, sure we talked about sync, but it was just kind of like a pretty normal conversation for 
think heads. <laughs> yeah. So something that I've observed is that the nature of communication, you know, maybe this is the medium is the message kind of thing, but so in these different iterations of connection, you know, uh, it seems like early internet was all about bulletin boards and then mm. it, it, you know, it became different things, but you know, for whatever reason, it really was blogs where a lot of the synchronicity conversations really started to flourish, you know, where a lot of people yeah. found each other. Um, of course, that migrated to different social media, and it seems like, you know, for whatever reason, Facebook kind of is the, the platform where everyone ended up, and that's where, and so I don't, you're not on Facebook, are you? No. Yeah. Never and, been. And so I don't I I don't feel as is in touch with you because like mm -hmm. there is these passing conversation I mean in that superficial way is what I'm saying. You know, so there is uh -huh. this there is this 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 uh uh you know, there is kind of this still this connection, but it seems like Facebook is just such a superficial almost right divisive right. platform yeah 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 because it makes you feel like you've maybe done done the work on a uh on a particular friendship or relationship you know like um you know you can just ping the person and like the person and whatever and you feel like you're connecting uh you keep you know kind of keeping the whatever um keeping it at bay like oh i've done my thing for now i've well you're them you're participating in their now. life but you're not really you're just kind of like a right a voyeur or uh you're like surveilling them <laughs> i'm getting i'm beginning <laughs> right. to think that all yeah. our technologies are like surveillance technologies <laughs> that we're just being monitored you know by the algorithm so that we can be <laughs> right, monetized right. yeah yeah, and and I've been wondering about like, you know, is is being a sync head kind of like playing Pokemon Go? I remember in 2014 Olympia Sync Summit, seeing that I, the first time I ever saw that people playing Pokemon Go, like grown-ups and kids, like with their faces aglow from their phones, walking out to the edge of the um, very algae uh, pond there, and you know at 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 dusk. And they're looking for these illusory, uh, you know, Easter eggs. And and what's I've wondered, like, well, is that how people see sinkheads? Like, because yeah, it was kind of it seemed cre like creepy in a way. It was like some, you know, when I saw that, <laughs> I was like, whoa. And um, kind of how serious they were. It's not like they were cracking up at this silly thing. They were just like seriously looking for these things. And maybe that's how I think a lot of, you know. Um, a lot of people who like, you know, friends and family, if we start talking about sync and can look at us like that, like we're just as uh, dorky or uh, strange as, as that. I mean, we're, we're looking for the Easter eggs and movies and everything else. And, and uh, Pokemon go players look for, you know, they're, they're looking for cartoons made by corporations and we study cartoons made by corporations. Uh, what's the difference? Um, and, and like anything can be, Obsess, uh, like obsession producing and anything can be used for escapism, you know, any interest. And so, I mean, I, I went through a change after 2016. It was great to be able to actually 
tangibly connect. I mean, I had also connected with real, real life, uh, kids in 2014 Olympia and then again 2016 you know I mean nothing nothing beats that it's like the antithesis of Facebook when we all met up like in you know we went and traveled to the uh, Snake River Valley to see the just ancient petroglyphs I mean um, together and just be there in that place magical place so it's like nothing beats that and I, I was still involved in the you know, like listening to all the podcasts and reading the books and all that, 2016. And then a little bit after that, I I wouldn't say I burned out, but I just got, the, the things became more personal. My my personal, like the personal things never stop. They just... Uh, well, it's interesting because I don't know, the, the nature of the whole community started to change a little bit, especially as yeah. it, it seemed like there was this, we kind of sense this undercurrent of politics from like uh not necessarily our group but like from the mm -hmm. larger group like the you know like for a while it seemed like we we're like what is going on with like even with red ice you know and it's like you know that's uh -huh, the, right right yeah just kind of the the alt the rise of the alt right kind of stuff within like that grew somewhat out of you know, what we all, like this swirling little vortex of conspiracy and, and synchronicity and 9-11 and all that stuff, you know, what, it, mm -hmm. so yeah, I mean, there, it did, it seems like we're all kind of reevaluating what is, you know, what is it that we're relating to each other about? Right, right. And yeah, I I think it helps to consciously take a break every once in a while and and think about what to take to heart, what can you what what is useful in the deepest way and and to just take care of yourself before you dive too far into anything, you know. And it, it'll be interesting to see what other people's journeys have been like, to, you know, in the last few years, you know, since 2016, whatever. Um, you know, I've just recently, pretty recently got back on to, uh, you know, Syncbook, the, the site and just checking out what's going on after really not being around it for a long time and saw that, you know, Alan had done his, uh, vision and the voice. I watched about half of it so far and I can't wait to watch the rest of it to just see what other people are talking about and how he's, how he's put all that together. Um, so that would just be fascinating to see. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, and most recently he's been, um, every now and again, it feels like if he's, if he's inspired, he'll do a, a sync quick news. Yeah. Oh, oh, I'm so stoked that he has brought that back. I was really sad when he said he was, wasn't going to do any, any more of those, but oh my God, I saw those. I was like, I saw the thumbnails. Wow. He's got these again. So I've watched one so far. I'm pacing myself. I don't want to like watch them all you know, uh, yet. And I'm um, really, really excited. Those are so phenomenal. So well done. So interesting. They really, they're just so strong. But you know, the other interesting thing, it, it really feels like, so I, I think in terms of like either psychic weather or just flows, mm -hmm. you know, and so for me, and this is one of those little weird trips that I play in my head is that 
the actual weather sometimes communicates with the like the the psychic weather and so mm. so like the year that there was a lot of snowfall and that we had a, a lot of snowpack accumulation we had a lot of flow in the river and i kind of equated that with like uh flow in my life like as far as like dense synch synchronicity kind of flows but it, uh -huh. it just it feels like we're we're being inundated with a lot of i mean there are times that uh here's an interesting thing where uh, in greece they had two different notions of time there was like clock time like everyday time and then like holy time or like uh chronos and kairos and so like there's like these mm -hmm. these bigger moments and then just like everyday moments. And so it feels like we're having more of these bigger moments that are, you know, so like the, for whatever reason, that picture of the black hole, you know, that was, yeah. there's something about that image that it's, I don't know if it's because it's so blurry or something, but you're, you're like seeing something you shouldn't <laughs> see. And it's almost like pulling you right, in. Right. It's like, the, it reminds yeah, me of the yeah. movie, the fountain, a little bit of, you know, you kept looking at I think that star and it's just like, pulling i don't know what but then there i don't know, i didn't see that movie oh yeah it's a pretty good one but it just it feels like there's a lot of heaviness and and big big moments that just keep happening and then you know th synchronicities where you're like I, it seems like jake katza is on fire right now hmm, i haven't checked out his stuff uh his recent stuff at all not in a long time, so... Well, it, because it's all happening on social media. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I don't have a Twitter account, but I can, like, read Twitter unless it's, like, made private or whatever. But, um, yeah, I'll, I'll check it out. I think... Um, I wonder... I, yeah. I mean, so there... I never went to Instagram, but stuff happens there, too. I don't know if Jake does Twitter or Instagram. I know he does Twitter and, and Facebook. And that was the other thing. It's like, okay, so you've got all these social media accounts. Do they Are they exactly the same or is each one a little different? How do you utilize these things? Right, right. Yeah. Huh. But so what are what are you interested in? You know, what are you seeing? What's, what's, what's uh, you know, what, what kind of threads are you following? Well, um, hey, Doug, want to hear a poem? Want to hear one of my poems? Sure. <laughs> it's, it's, always, it's like it's such a dreaded thing for like so many people to hear is like you know, those words. It, it's almost like uh, hearing we need to talk or the operation was the success, dot, dot, dot. Um, but, uh, uh, but I think you'll dig it. So here it is, Fairies of Nanking. So unnatural, floating out, forked to a vine, dray and harless, arachidilia, wasp, marguerite, all for them all. The gray elf, the priest, he offered to speak upon their fresh dreams, singing from the deaf sing, moon minute, absolute crescent, casting light on remedies, sweet epiphany place, trees made of wood, wire grass. Buried bee egg. Be my flower that goes to sleep, where dead fruit are thrown. Deaf and dumb and rose, there is nothing left to know. 
so that was um, all done with my dream words. I just started to experiment with arranging the line. So everything has to stay on its own line. I can't scramble words. I can't rearrange words, but I can rearrange lines. So these are all, all those lines that you heard were lines that came to me in like, you know, well, after nodding off and, uh, uh, you know, in the hypnagogic state, I either read them or hear someone speaking them or a detached voice speaking them. Sometimes it's a very vivid person, you know, person speaking them. But uh, so I've, you know, collected those over many, many years and I have thousands of them. And I started to think, well, you know, I've been doing drawings based on them for a while now. Why don't I try doing some poetry with it? And I realized that it's just the most exciting think thread that I've had in a very long time, in a very long time, because it's just so personal and and then it gets all cosmic. Um, so I have a bunch of these and I'm just so excited about it it's because they just fall into place over a theme, even though they were, I mean, the, 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 the lines you heard there were like years apart. Many of them are years apart. They occur, they, you know, I wrote them down years apart, each little line, each little fragment. Uh, and just arrange them. So it's like this really uh, just a satisfying, very satisfying thing to do. How how do you record these? So you nod off, like a string of text comes into your mind, and then you you wake up and write it down immediately? Or Yeah, yeah. I mean, usually it's just like uh, very often it's two words, three words, four words, you know. Um, the longest line in that poem was, the priest, he offered to speak upon their fresh dreams, you know. Everything else was like moon minute on its own, absolute crescent on its own, four to a vine on its own, buried bee egg, you know, that kind of thing. And so I've got, yeah, I've got more. <laughs> um, and with that, do you feel like yeah. there is a larger, I don't want to say narrative, but what is there, do they point to something? Um, if you mean that you hate the word narrative, I agree. I hate the word narrative too, but sometimes it's useful because uh, it's kind of been ruined. <laughs> I don't know if that's what you meant, but no. Um, so, like a, lar a larger, yeah, like a large, like like collective unconscious kind of thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, it really does feel that way, especially when when there's uh, sometimes foreign uh, foreign words or for, you know that. Um, it turned out to, when I look up the word, when I Google the word, it turns out to actually mean that thing that, that was in that flash, you know, the, uh, in that context of that sentence in that quick flash or a few seconds of being asleep or a full on dream. A lot of these do come from full on dreams where I'm fully asleep and dreaming. I wake up and I, and I have held on to a line, you know, and I just write it down and go back to sleep or whatever. Um, so, yeah. Um, you want to hear the ecstatic office workers or confused food? <laughs> confused food. All right. I think you swallow in confused food. Giant meatball, turkey coffee, acid pie creation, stun fruit, interpeas, deer jello, lime plastic, bread casket. 
I love these cabbage cinnamon peanuts, soft chili cheese dog, ravisolo, great bug cake, prosthetic figs, monkey's tongues, impatient and wizen. I think you swallow in confused food. It's like psychoanalytic croutons, burrito hood, meatful, hamless, bacon fish, sea salami, white chicken, strawberry blue, red sauce will be fine. Figuring I just dropped a half pound of butter on the floor. Ha 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 ha. There goes milk. Cereal salad, cereal sandwiches, young gluten, virgin spaghetti, special bologna, chocolate abruptly, worm platter, Caltrans orange cheese food, Chinese checkered chicken, jelly acid, egg snotter, saliva fresca pasta, soda gourd, spirit goo, sardines, alas, full pieces of bone, rat knuckle, rat worst, chicken amputation, beheaded squid, dead stuff, decompositional avocado, a 200-year-old thigh, runny toxic, pig juice, blatant viscera, bile dominion, blood sponge marshmallow, jello Ebola cream, banana stipend, milk shoes. You got a fruit suit? This is about a potato, that cake show, baby candy, used meat restoration, supplement embassy, curry snuff powder, how Krispy Kremes are made, and the Cheetos powder kit. Smoothies for one, dinner crisis, unconscious dieting, coconut violations, picnic takeover, mafia bake sale, baklava was missing for days, al Chipino, encoded bread, shopaganda, vowels, wars, and syllables, the Tourette's cookbook, that rice ziti is eating its ding. Here, have a tonsil. Carnivores dress in California, drinking water effectively in an ineffectory lounge, hunting the circling lead of a different French fry. Meatball armed, 10,000 pounds selfishness, they're crippled into greed. Cracker snackers looking for that masturbatory cocktail. They all get vague and oregano, shopping for at least half of herb roasts. Info steak, oven hockey, snack polyester, the vinaigrette of Galileo, six bags of Asia, plastic ban, Operation Asparagus, abandoned fruit cup causes space shuttle mishap. This devoured country, a baby carrot hanging from the stick that is life, Bassett emesis, orange vomiting, waste machine, fruity Babylon dancing on the edge of economy. I think you swallow in confused food. You have a candy bar in your hair. Who's the food? We're rice and bubbins. Vegan ritual. The branches will be bare, blood-baked. The cleaning. Peachless at dawn. Nom nom monomatopoeia. Your love is like a sturgeon in special sauce. Well, that was 42 minutes. Thank you so much for sharing it with us. <laughs> Thanks for having me on, Douglas. You bet. <laughs> You've been listening to Danny Colombo on 42 Minutes Production of SyncBook Radio on thesyncbook.com. Check out his website at dannycolombo.com. For more information about the SyncBook, our guests, check out past shows, or subscribe to the podcast via iTunes. Please be sure and visit our website at thesyncbook.com. If you like this podcast, check out others. It's currently all the SyncBook Radio archives are free. We also feature a great search engine to help you find what you need. All this and more can be found at thesyncbook.com. Thanks so much. And even as Control said it, he had known that he was also telling her that he didn't mind leaving her there alone on the other side. 
Up and 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 up